Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. 937 is the time. It's Dean Richards Sunday morning on WGN. COVID cases going up. Flu cases going up. A triple-demic starting to form. We'll find out what all that means. From Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Central DuPage Hospital. Uh, Kevin, good morning to you. Nice to have you with us. Before we uh, get into all of that, I just wanted to touch base on uh, a story that happened this week. The death of a prominent actress, uh, Kirstie Alley. Uh, died uh, 71 years old of colon cancer. Uh, how, how prevalent uh, still is uh, colon cancer? Still one of our leading forms of death? Well, it's not a leading form of death. It's, a, it's very high as far as the number of cases that we're seeing. But fortunately, cases that are caught early can be treated. Um, but we are still seeing deaths, and we're starting to see deaths Actually, in younger people, now Kirstie was 71 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Right. But we did have other actors who died younger. Everybody knows Eddie Olchek. He didn't die, but he, he was diagnosed at the age of 49 with colon cancer. So really starting to see the impact of our diet and what we're doing with our diet here and to a point where we've moved screening back from 50 down to 40, 45 in many people. Yeah, and, and it's as simple as that, isn't it, of just going to get a colonoscopy. People cringe when they hear that word. Uh, I've never found it to be, you know, a horrible experience. Uh, it's it's something that's over in a minute and, uh, you know, seemingly in a minute because you are you get kind of hazed, <laughs> hazed out while you're doing it. Uh, the preparation is a little time-consuming, but uh, I've, I've never found it to be a big deal. I don't know why people do. Yeah, I don't either, Dean. Like you said, the prep is a little bit, okay, it's a day of inconvenience possibly, but the procedure itself, we give almost everybody gets a medication called Versed, and you forget it. You don't even remember it. You say, gosh, I remember being in this room, and I remember being in the post-op area, but nobody remembers the 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 procedure itself. Yeah, I've had it done several times, and when I've w- woken up, I've, I, I've said, uh, have we even started yet? It's like, oh, you're done. <laughs> We have, you yeah. half, we have you halfway out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so so it, people do have to understand that the importance of it, though, is so high because if we find colon cancer early enough, we can often treat that while we're doing the colonoscopy. The polyp can be removed um, and the cancer is not allowed to advance. Yeah, and, and that's really what it's all about. So I hope everybody will think about that. Uh, so they don't have to go through what Kirstie Alley did, what Kirstie Alley's family uh, had to go through. So what is a a triple-demic now that we're looking at? Yeah, you know, we if you remember a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the big increase in RSV cases, respiratory syncytial virus hitting not only pediatrics but adults. That's starting to slow down a little bit and actually decreasing here in Illinois, but still very high numbers. So that's the one part of the triple. The other two, our COVID cases are on the rise and on the rise rapidly, and influenza is skyrocketing. So right now with the three of those, when you look nationally, over 80% of hospital beds are filled, and that is unheard of at this time of the year. So very concerning with what's going on, the trajectory it's going on, 
and the lack of vaccinations that people have received. Uh, so what uh, do we do? How, how do we how do we fight this? <laughs> yeah, one, I would say if you haven't gotten your flu shot, please get your flu shot. I mean, we are looking at big, big numbers of people who have been hospitalized. So seniors, young kids, please get vaccinated for influenza. The strain that is going around right now, influenza A, H3N2, is actually in the vaccine. So those who have been vaccinated are going to get really good protection. The problem we have is that not a lot of people have been vaccinated. And then when you look at COVID, then people say, oh, you know, I had COVID when we started, and therefore I'm not going to get it. We have to remember that we have this new strain that's been out, and that's what the new booster will cover you for. And we're seeing more and more cases of COVID. And it was that perfect storm where each one of these illnesses was kind of on the rise right when Thanksgiving hit. When you say that the influenza vaccine has the strain in it itself, does that mean uh, that, you know, like some people uh, experience, they get flu-like symptoms when after they take their vaccine? Uh, is is Will that happen? Yeah. So, you know, so that's the response from the vaccine. People have to understand the influenza vaccine is not like COVID. COVID is, you know, we're looking at two different strains. For influenza, we have four different strains in there because it's kind of unpredictable, not as predictable as as COVID because we know exactly what's hitting. For these, we start to make them a year in advance and we predict which are the top four that could possibly happen. This year, they happen to get it right. So we're not injecting influenza into anybody when you get the vaccine. You're, you're actually getting a portion of the virus, which the body then sees and makes an immune response. So when people get it and they say, oh, gosh, I felt real punky a day after. Absolutely. That's your immune response saying, hey, something foreign is in my body and I'm going to fight it. And that's exactly what we want, because then it makes a response so that when it sees the actual virus, it's ready to attack it. Yeah, it's ready to fight it because it's already done that yep. with, with the uh, vaccine. Yeah, so, you know, plan it, you know, so you you know can take it easy the day after, uh, you know, if, if that should uh, should happen. Uh, what what about the uh, the latest and greatest uh, of the COVID vaccines now? Are we seeing any change? Are we seeing any increase? I know people have not been going to get uh, the uh, the latest. They unfortunately they haven't, and probably the big news this week, Dean, was that on Thursday, the FDA approved those the vaccine booster, the COVID booster for kids six months to five years. That was a gap that we didn't have with the booster. And now we do. So both Pfizer and Moderna have a booster for kids six months to five years of age. So parents who are concerned, you can get your child boosted now for COVID and get an influenza shot at the same time. Yeah, get these vaccines. I mean, mean, probably things are not going to get much better during the cold months, right? When people are around each other in great numbers for the holidays, when people are inside uh, January, February for the, you know, when the weather is at its coldest, probably things are not going to decrease over the next few months. No, not at all. And I can tell you that the hospitals, when you remember how busy we were with COVID and the stress that was put on the nurses, the respiratory therapists, the physicians, everybody who works at the hospital, we're getting back to that point. We would normally start out at Central DuPage Monday where we would have open beds and we'd be ready for the onslaught of the week. These past couple of weeks, we have not had open beds. So we're starting 
holding patients in the emergency room waiting for discharges, which is not a good position to be in. Stressing the staff right now coming into the holidays, and we only are seeing these numbers continue to increase. So on behalf of the healthcare providers in your community, get vaccinated. So please, uh, we want to make sure we can take care of those who are ill and uh, we're starting to get a little bit pushed. Yeah, and if you've got your emergency rooms filled with people because you don't have any place else to put them, somebody who's coming in with something non-COVID related that requires emergency attention, uh, they're going to be affected by that as well, right? 100%. You know, we have people that are frustrated. Hey, why do they have to wait four hours in the emergency room, five hours in the emergency room? And if you look around these emergency rooms right now, you're seeing a lot of respiratory infections. So it is kind of like, hey, get vaccinated so you don't have to go to the emergency room, just like you said. So those people who are coming in with appendicitis, with heart attacks, with lung problems can actually be seen much quicker and more efficiently and not make people wait. So that's probably really important message of do it for yourself, do it for the health care providers, do it for the community, do it for your family. Yeah, here's Diana, 312 312- Nine eight one seven two hundred. You're on with Dr. Kevin Most. Hi, Diana. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi, um, Dr. Most. I look forward to your segment every Sunday. I appreciate it. You've been really helpful these last three years through COVID. Quick question for you: I have an expired COVID test. It was expired in April of uh, twenty-two. Are these still good? Is it like really you can't use it, or is it like? I'm just wondering if this is good, if I can use it. Yeah, Diana, Diana you know, the, these are the first time these tests were made. So they had to pick a date kind of to say, okay, how long are we going to have them on our shelf life? And they, they chose a date. The studies have all been showing that these tests are still good beyond their expiration date. So don't throw it out by any means. Um, you can continue, okay. continue to use them and uh, and and. Test yourself, because like I said, we still have treatment if you're positive for COVID. Okay, that's perfect. Just what I wanted to hear, because so, I have quite a few of them. So, All yep. right, well, thank you very much, Dr. Most. Yeah, you're, you're, milk, you're milk, welcome. Thank you. Your milk in the refrigerator from last April, probably not so good, by the way, Diana. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> My milk lasts like five months now. I don't know how. I know happened, it. Anyway. I, know, I yeah, noticed that when I when, when I've gotten milk, I, I bought a gallon of milk the other day. The expiration was like January thirtieth. I know. Uh, like, I ah. have one that's up in March. Yeah, it's crazy. Kevin, can you explain that? How how is that lasting so long? <laughs> you know what? I I do not know. I don't know whether they have additional preservatives in it. I don't think they do. So whether <laughs> I don't have an answer for you on I, that one. I'm I, looked, I looked at the ingredients and it was pretty much. I buy organic milk because I don't That's want. That's what I do too, Dean. I, yes, I don't organic. want the hormones yeah. and all that stuff in my milk. And I looked at the ingredients and it was pretty much just milk. I didn't see a lot of things on there that i i didn't understand but i don't i'm a little concerned <laughs> that the expiration is like two months from now diana thank you for the call i appreciate it we'll take a quick break and come back with more with uh, dr kevin most next from all of us at wgn merry christmas and happy holidays to talk to me and Dr. Kevin Mose, 312-981-7200. Uh, that would be John uh, waiting to speak with Dr. Most. 
John, you're on WGN. Hello. Hi, Dean. Hi, Doctor. My question is very simple. Um, I've gotten all the boosters. My last booster was in September. And I keep hearing commercials that if you have a, a shot for two months, you should go get another one. Is there a new shot that I should be taking, or do I get another booster now? No, John, and and that's one of the sad things about the ad. It's a little bit confusing because it, it seems like, oh, every two months I'm going to need to get a shot, and that is not the case. So you had the full series, and then you got the new booster. You are set. Correct. There's nothing more that you need to do right now. There's no new booster out there. And it is. It's very confusing. And communication is probably the most important thing that we have fallen on our face with this. But for you, you've had your series. You've had the one booster that we have that's available right now. You are set. Nothing more you need to do. Just be careful about those around you. Thank you very much for clearing it up, Doc. All right. Thank you for the call. Good luck to you on that. Debbie. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. You're on WGN. Debbie, hi. Hello, how are you? Hello, Dr. Mose. Thank you for taking the call. Quick question. Um, My husband and I uh, were in our 70 and 72, 73 years old, have been boosted, have been vaccinated for the flu. I mean, we're up to date with everything. We seem to have for the last week to week and a half a continuing hacking cough, Uh, sometimes congestion, sometimes not congestion. Is this just a case of the flu? Um, I, I know you wouldn't know, but is this typical at this time of the year? Yeah, Debbie. So really what you're talking about is probably more of, I hate to say it, just a routine cold. You've already been protected. And I didn't hear, we had these high fevers. We had these body aches. You sound like you have more congestion and cough and, and cold symptoms than you do anything else. If you've been fully boosted with COVID and you've had your influenza, so I really appreciate that, especially in individuals who are 70, 73, there are still a lot of upper respiratory infections that are going around, just that common cold. For that, it's going to be a couple days of congestion, but that cough can linger probably for another 7 to 10 days. So no fever, no shortness of breath, I wouldn't be concerned. Just do all the things that you can to minimize the symptoms. Should she uh, do anything like a, a, any cough medication? I had I had that same thing, uh, Debbie, uh, years ago, and my doctor told me that the more I cough, the more I'm irritating everything. That well, you know, when you lay down at night to go to sleep, it's yeah. like everything cuddles <laughs> or fools in your throat, yeah. and you're up all night. Yeah. yeah. Should she take some kind of cough medication or, uh, you know, Certainly. get an inhaler uh, from, from her doctor to treat well, her lungs? You know, the inhaler is good for people who cough during the day um, because it's irritated during the day. Those who cough at night, it's exactly what, what uh, Debbie said. You know, she lays down and now that drainage hits the back of her throat, hits the cough receptors, and she does. So two things there. I say either sleep propped up a little bit, so gravity helps that stay off of those, or a cough suppressant at night, and guifenesin. Guifenesin is something very simple that is an expectorant. It loosens it up and makes it easier for you to cough and easier for it to drain. But really, uh, the, the only really good cough syrups that will actually knock out a cough are codeine-based. And we've really gotten away from them because we have to remember that cough is a defense mechanism. It keeps stuff out of our lungs and keeps us with bronchitis, not going to pneumonia. 
And how about like mucus, like and you wake up in the morning and you, you cough and you try to spit it up? That's normal? <laughs> yeah, because that Enjoy your breakfast, everyone. From you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is built up all night from you not blowing your nose and coughing during the day. So if you go a period of eight okay. hours, the, the thing I tell people, the most important, get in, take a really hot shower, get some warm tea and honey, and that stuff will break up a lot quicker in the morning. There you go. Debbie, good luck to you. Thank you, and I, I apologize. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm a lot oh, of no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> a lot of people are going through the same thing you are, so thank you for the call. Yep. Appreciate it. Dr. Most, we always appreciate you joining us. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. Dr. Kevin Most is the Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. Thank you, my friend. Take care, Dean. We'll talk soon.